Innalhamdalillah Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ufiruhu Wa na'udhu billahi min syururi anfusina Wa min sayhi'ati a'malina Man yahdihillahu falamudillalahu Wa man yudlil falahadiyalahu Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu attaqullaha Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu attaqullaha haqqa tuqatihi Wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun Ya ayyuhal nasu attaqu rabbakum Alladhi khalaqakum min nafsi wahidati Wa khalaqa minha zawjaha Wabatha minhuma rijalan kathiran wa nisaa واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويوفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي أدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محتثاتها وكل محتثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد معاشر المؤمنين إباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى فإن من اتقى الله وقاه وأرشده إلى خير أموره دينه ودنياه أوسليز الله سبحانه وتعالى ثبت في الصحيح البخاري عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أن الله تعالى قال ما ترددت عن شيء أنا فاعله ترددي عن نفس المؤمن يكره الموت وأنا أكره مساءته we find this hadith in the Sahih of Imam Bukhari on the authority of Abu Hurairah radiyallahu an who said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that I do not hesitate to do anything as I hesitate to take the soul of a believer for he hates death and I hate to disappoint him our slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we find that this hadith this narration of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam this hadith al-Qudsi that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he shows great love and he shows great compassion for his awliya and for his slaves that indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not want to take the life of the believer. And O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we as the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we've seen the greatest of calamities. And this was the day that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, huwa khalilu rabbil alameen, وإمام المتقين وسيد الأولين والآخرين وخاتم الأنبياء والمرسلين. That we find that the death 
of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who was the friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Lord of the worlds, who was the Imam of the believers, who was Sayyidul Awwaleen wal Akhirin, and he was Khatamun Nabiyyin, he was the seal of all prophets, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that on this day that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam passed on, and on this day that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam left this world, that we find that the hearts of the believers, they shook. And O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, moments before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removed the soul from Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, of the final words that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam uttered, he said, Allahumma rafiq al-a'la. O oh Allah, with the highest companions. Wajafi sahihain an Abi Sa'id al Khudri, radiyallahu anhu, anna Rasulallahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, jalasa ala al mimbari, fakala inna abdan khayyarawullahu baina, ayyutiyahu min zahrati dunya ma sha'a. وَبَيْنَ مَا عِنْدَهُ فَاخْتَارَ مَا عِنْدَهُ فَبَكَى أَبُو بَكْرٍ وَقَالَ فَدَيْنَاكَ بِأَبَائِنَا وَأُمَّهَاتِنَا فَعَجِبْنَا لَهُ وَقَالَ النَّاسُ أُنْذُرُوا إِلَى هَذَا الشَّيْخِ يُخْبِرُ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ أَنَّ عَبْدٍ خَيَّرَهُ اللَّهُ بَيْنَ أَنْ يُؤْتِيَهُ مِنْ زَهْرَةِ الدُّنْيَا وَبَيْنَ مَا عِنْدَهُ وَهُوَ يَقُولُ فَدَيْنَاكَ بِأَبَائِنَا وَأُمَّهَاتِنَا فَكَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ هو المخيرة وكان أبو بكر هو أعلمنا به وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن من أمن الناس علي في صحبته وما له أبا بكر ولو كنت متخذا خليلا من أمتي لأخذت أبا بكر إلا on the authority of Abu Sa'id al-Khudri an, he says that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he sat on the pulpit one day and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Allah has given one of his slaves the choice of receiving the splendor and the luxury of this worldly life whatever he likes or to accept the good of the year after, which is with Allah. So he has chosen that good which is with Allah, who subhanahu wa ta'ala. At that moment, Abu Bakr radiallahu an, he wept and he said, Our fathers and our mothers, may they be sacrificed for you, O Rasulullah. So some of the companions, they said, that we became astonished and we became amazed by this. The people said, look at this old man, referring to Abu Bakr radiallahu Allah's messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he talks about a slave of Allah to whom he has given the opinion to choose either 
the splendor and this luxury of this dunya or to be with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then he says that our fathers and mothers be sacrificed for you but it was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who had been given this option and Abu Bakr knew it better than we and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he added and he said no doubt I am indebted to Abu Bakr radiallahu an more than to anybody else regarding both his companionship and his wealth. And if I had to take a Khalil, a friend from my followers, I would most certainly have taken Abu Bakr. But the fraternity of Islam is sufficient. So here we find that Abu Bakr radiallahu an not only was he the friend of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Not only was Abu Bakr radiallahu an the person that gave his daughter in marriage to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but he was that person that spent of his wealth on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and also his knowledge about the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and about this deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was extremely great. And know, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that close to the death of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, just before the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam left this world, during this month, the month of Safar, in the year 11 after Hijrah, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he started to fall ill. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam started to get ill. And Aisha radiallahu anha, anna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, kana yas'alu fi maradihi, alladhi mata fihi yakul, ayna ana ghadan, ayna ana ghadan, yazidu yawma Aisha, fa'adhina lahu azwajuhu yakunu haythu shah, fakana fi bayti Aisha hatta mata indaha. So Aisha radiallahu anha, she narrates that during the fatal sickness of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's messenger used to ask his wives, where shall I stay tomorrow? Where shall I stay tomorrow? He was looking forward to Aisha radiallahu anha's turn. So all his wives allowed him to stay where he wished and he stayed at the house of Aisha radiallahu anha until he passed away sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Aisha radiallahu anha, Zawja al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as we know she was one of the wives of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, qalat lamma thuqila Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, washtadda waja'uhu ista'adhana azwajahu fi ayy yumarrada fi baytihi fa'adhinna. فخرج بين رجلين تحذ رجاله في الأرض بين عباس وآخر فأخبرت ابن فأخبرت ابن عباس قال هل تدري من الرجل الآخر الذي لم تسمي عائشة قلت لا 
قال هو علي رضي الله عنه قالت عائشة فقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بعدما دخل بيتها واشتد به وجعوه حريق علي من سبع قرب لم تخلل أوكيتهن لعل عهد إلى الناس قالت فجلسناه في مخ ضم خفضة زوج النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ثم طفقنا نصبوا عليه من تلك القرب حتى جعل يشير إلينا أن قد فعلتنا قالت وخرج إلى الناس فصلى لهم وخطبهم سعيشة رضي الله عنها ناشين ريت that when the health of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam deteriorated and his condition became serious, he asked the permission of all his wives to allow him to be treated in my house. And they allowed him, he came out sallallahu alayhi wa sallam supported by two men and his legs were dragging on the ground because of the sickness that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is going through. And one of the men was Abbas radiallahu an, and there was another man. So the sub-narrator, he asked Ibn Abbas, who said, do you know who was the other man whom Aisha did not mention? And the sub-narrator said, no. Ibn Abbas said that it, indeed it was Ali radiallahu an. So Aisha radiallahu anha, now she adds that when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam entered my house and his disease became aggravated, he said, pour on me seven water skins full of water so that I may give some advice to the people. So we made him sit in a tub belonging to Hafsa, the wife of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and started pouring water on him from those water skins till he waved us to stop. Then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then he went out to his companions and he led them in prayer and delivered, <coughs> and he delivered a speech before them. So now we find that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he goes out to his companions. And we find that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in this weak state, he still starts to address his companions. May Allah be pleased with all of them. And then says that we were with Aisha radiallahu anha discussing the regularity of offering the prayer and dignifying the prayer. So Aisha radiallahu anha says that when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam became ill with a fatal illness and when the time of the salah came due to the adhan being pronounced, he said the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam now he's too weak to lead the salah. So he says, Muru Aba Bakr is salaf al yusalli bin nas. That command Abu Bakr radiallahu an to lead the companions in salah. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's wives, they tell the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that indeed Abu Bakr was a soft-hearted person and would not be able to lead the prayer in his place. Because obviously him leading the prayer, he knows that the demise of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is now coming closer. So if a soft-hearted person 
like Abu Bakr radiyallahu an, in another narration, they mention that he will just cry and he will cry. But the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa says again to his wives, Muru Abu Bakr. Command Abu Bakr radiyallahu an to lead the Muslims in prayer. And then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa he says this three times. And then he says to his wives, you are like the companions of Joseph. Tell Abu Bakr to lead the prayer. So Abu Bakr radiyallahu an, he comes out to lead the prayer. In the meantime, the condition of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it improves a bit. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam comes out again with two men, one holding him on each side, as if I was observing his legs dragging again on the ground. And this was all because of the disease. Abu Bakr radiallahu an wanted to move back, but the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam basically told him to remain at this place. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was brought till he sat beside Abu Bakr. And Amash, may Allah be pleased with him, was asked, was the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam praying and Abu Bakr following him? And were the people following Abu Bakr in that prayer? Al-A'mash replied in the affirmative with a nod of his head. So slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, thummazdad al-marad bi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And now we find that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is sickness. It increases once again. So Aisha radiallahu anha said that when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was about to leave this world, his head was over her thigh and he had fallen yani basically into a slumber, into a sleep a number of times. When he felt relief, his eyes were fixed at the ceiling. He then said, Oh Allah, Allahumma rafiq a'la. Oh Allah, along with the high companions. On hearing these words, I then said to myself, He is not going to opt us. And I remember the hadith which he had narrated to us as when he was healthy and in which he said, No prophet dies until he sees his abode in Jannah. He is then given a choice. And Aisha radiallahu anha, she says, These were the last words of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which he spoke and these words were Allahumma rafiqal a'la the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam before passing away he calls his daughter Fatima radiallahu anha who was the wife of Ali radiallahu an ta'an nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Fatima tabnatahu في شكواه الذي قبض فيه فسارها بشيء فبكت ثم دعاها فسارها فضحقت قالت فسألتها عن ذلك فقالت سارني النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فأخبرني أنه يقبض في وجعه الذي توفي فيه فبكيت ثم سارني فأخبرني أني أول أهل بيته أتبعه فضحقت. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he summons his daughter Fatima radiyallahu anha during his illness in which he had passed on 
and he told her something in her ear or he whispered something to her <coughs> and she cried then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam called her again and he whispered something again and she smiled and she laughed so Aisha radiallahu anha she wants to know what did the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam tell you O Fatima so she says the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam told me in secret and informed me that he would die in the course of this illness during which he passed away so I cried he again spoke to me in secret and informed me that I would be of the first of his family to follow him and a few months later Fatima radiallahu anha left this world so when the Prophet peace be upon him told her this she laughed and Anas ibn Malik radiallahu anhu qal لما ثقل النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم جعل يتغشاه فقالت فاطمة عليها السلام وكرب أباه فقال لها ليس على أبيك كرب بعد اليوم فلما مات قالت يا أبتاه أجاب رب دعاه يا أبتاه من جنة الفردوس مأواه يا أبتاه إلى جبريل إلى جبريل ننعاه فلما دفن قالت فاطمة علي السلام يا أنس أطابت أنفسكم أن تخشوا على رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم تراب سأنس رضي الله عنه يسيز that when the ailment of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam got aggravated he became unconscious whereupon Fatima radiallahu anha said oh how distressed my father is he said your father will have no more distress after today and when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam passed on she said oh father who has responded to the call of the Lord who has invited him O Father whose dwelling place is the garden of Al-Firdaus O Father we convey this news of your death to Jibreel and when he was buried Fatima radiallahu anha she asks Anas radiallahu an do you feel pleased or how did you feel to throw earth over the Prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this was the demise of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam on the 12th of Rabi'il Awwal in the year 11 after Hijrah. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he passed away at the age of 63. Fasalawatullahi wasalamuhu wa barakatuhu alayhi. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this was the greatest calamity that faced this ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa akharaja li imam Bukhari rahimallahu ta'ala fi sahihihi an Aishata radiyallahu anha so imam al-Bukhari brings a narration on the authority of Aisha radiyallahu anha that she mentions that Abu Bakr radiyallahu an was not in Medina at this time and Abu Bakr radiyallahu an he returns from his home in As-Sunuh and he dismounted his mount and he enters the masjid he did not speak to anyone until he met Aisha radiallahu anha 
And when he enters the home of Aisha radiallahu anha, he finds that there was yani, like a burd, like a cloth that was covering the noble body of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So he uncovered his face, he bent over him, and he kissed him. And he said, with tears in his eyes, May my father be ransomed for you. By Allah, will never cause you to die twice. The death that was decreed for you, you have died. In another narration, he kisses the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on his forehead, and he says, Tibta hayyan wa mayhidan says that blessed are you, O Messenger of Allah, when you are alive and when you have passed on. So now we find that Abu Bakr radiallahu an, he steps out and he steps back into the masjid. And now he sees that the companions, some of them are walking around, some of them are saying that you know the Prophet ﷺ is not dead. Some of them are saying that it's like the story of Nabi Musa when he went away and he returned back. And the Prophet ﷺ, Abu Bakr whilst the body is lying in the hijr of Aisha anha, in a house, he sees Umar talking to the companions. And Abu Bakr عن, he says to Umar Ijlis, he tells Umar, now you sit. And Umar radiallahu an, he doesn't listen. Fa'aba. So Abu Bakr radiallahu an, he says to Umar again, Ijlis, sit. Fa'aqbala nasu. And then he faces the people. Fa'ala Abu Bakr. And now Abu Bakr radiallahu an, he speaks to the companions. And one needs to understand that at a time of discomfort, and at a time of stress and at a time when the leader of this ummah has passed on it takes the next leader to stand in front and this is exactly what happened and Abu Bakr radiallahu an he starts and he says Amma ba'd as is what to follows فَمَنْ كَانَ مِنْكُمْ يَعْبُدُ مُحَمَّدًا صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ فَإِنَّ مُحَمَّدْ قَدَمَاتْ and he says that whomsoever from you worship Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then know that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has indeed passed away. وَمَنْ كَانَ مِنْكُمْ يَعْبُدُ اللَّهِ فَإِنَّ اللَّهِ حَيٌّ لَا يَمُوتِ And whomsoever of you worships Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is hayyun, is the all-living, la yamut. And Allah azza wa jal will never ever pass on. And then he recited the following verse وَمَا مُحَمَّدٌ إِلَّا رَسُولٌ قَدْ خَلَتْ مِنْ قَبْلِهِ الرُّسُلٌ أَفَإِنْ مَاتَ أَوْ كُتِلًا قَلَبْتُمْ عَلَىٰ أَعْقَابِكُمْ وَمَنْ يَنْقَلِبْ عَلَىٰ عَقِبَيْهِ فَلَنْ يَدُرَّ اللَّهَ شَيْئًا وَسَيَجْزِ اللَّهُ شَاكِرٍ And some of the companions when Abu Bakr radiallahu an when he said this verse that Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is dead <coughs> But whoever worshipped Allah Wa Muhammadun illa rasul That Muhammad is no more than an apostle Than a messenger And indeed many messengers have passed away Before him Up until the end of the verse The narrator of this hadith added By Allah 
it was as if we found that this was the first time we heard this verse. So this was the condition of the companions at the time of the death of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Barakallahu li wa lakum fil Qur'ani wa sunnah wa nafa'ani wa iyaakum min al-ayati wa hikmah. Aqulu ma sami'tum fastawfiru innahu huwa al-ghafurur rahim. الحمد لله العظيم الإحسان واسع الفضل والجود والامتنان وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد إباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى أنس رضي الله عنه he reports that after the demise of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Abu Bakr radiyallahu anhu, he says to Umar ibn Khattab, <coughs> says, O oh Umar, let us visit Um Ayman. Let us visit Um Ayman as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would visit her. As we came to her, she started to cry. And then Abu Bakr and Umar radiyallahu anhu asked her, what makes you weep? What is in store in the next world for Allah's Messenger is better than what is in this worldly life. Um Ayman, she replies and she says, I weep not because I am ignorant of the fact that what the Prophet has now is better than what he has on this dunya. But I weep, walakin abki anna al-wahya qad but I weep because revelation has now been cut off from the summer. And O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, upon hearing this, Abu Bakr and Umar, may Allah be pleased with both of them, starts to cry as well. And know, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that this deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was completed at the demise of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There's no additions and there's no subtractions in this deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-yawma akmaltu lakum deenakum wa atmamtu alaykum ni'mati wa raditu lakum al-islama deenan. And on this day I've perfected for you your religion and I've completed upon you my favor and I've chosen for you Islam as your deen. هذا وصلوا وسلموا رعاكم الله على محمد بن عبد الله كما أمركم الله بذلك فقال إن 